Welcome to the God Bod Pod podcast. Join me each week as we talk about God, the bodies He gave us, and how we can live in them happily. We were meant to live in abundance, and our bodies shouldn't hold us back from that. We will discuss insights and ideas on how to love and respect this sacred vessel we were each given when we came to earth. We'll talk all about what we should eat to what we should wear, and we'll do it with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Ellie Gilbert, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm really, really excited to have this episode. Um, this episode is going to be fun. I think it's really, really necessary. I think if you have um, influence on young girls or if you're just a woman that doesn't really understand her body, <laughs> like honestly, this is going to be a very important episode. Um, it's things that I wish I knew when I was younger And honestly, I think if we can just get this message out into the world, it, it is so important and, and girls will have better lives ahead of them because of it. Um, obviously I'm not a doctor, obviously I'm not a medical professional. So take all of the things that I'm I'm saying with a grain of salt or take it to your medical provider and, you know, ask their opinion on it. But you know, I've, I've really invested time and I've really invested energy in knowledge of understanding all of this stuff. And I'm really excited to talk about it. So the affirmation for today is I love my body's cycles for they provide future life. So I'm going to say that again. I love my body's cycles for they provide future life. And when I was speaking at one, a girl's camp last summer, um, when I go around to these girls camps and I have each of them read an affirmation, right? It's so funny. Every time this one comes up, the girls like cringe and think <laughs> it's so awkward. And do we, are they talking, is she talking about periods? <laughs> like, yes, I am. I'm actually talking about periods. So, um, anyway, today we're going to talk about periods and it's really funny because I wrote this episode while I was on my period. So take it <laughs> knowing that if it gets a little like, you know, how you are on your period, if it, if it gets a little moody, you know, just, just understand that that's where it was coming from. I'm recording in a better place, but (laughs) anyway, so to start out, um, there is a very funny story about me and my mom that she loves to tell me about. It was my fifth grade maturation program. You know, the one where they put you all in a room together with a big presentation on the wall and they teach you about periods. It's super uncomfortable, super horrifying and super not what I want to learn about. But the funny part is when my mom, my mom said, after I watched the presentation, I simply turned to her and I said, I am not doing that. (laughs) And that was the end of it. She, (laughs) she thought and still does think that my response was hilarious, but really gross. I would not be partaking in those things. All right. That was my stance. That's where I was going. That's what I was saying. I would not be doing that. And that was the end of it. All right. Fast forward 25 ish years later, while I don't particularly love having a period each month, I am truly so grateful for it. I look at my four little boys and know that they are worth all the discomfort. 
I am a mom of four boys and you guys know, well, maybe you can imagine what a household with four little boys can kind of look like. Anytime I run into someone at the store and they see me with all my kids, they're like, geez, you've got a lot going on. And I do. It's loud. It's rambunctious. There is a lot of stress and anxiety that can be found inside of my house. Months ago, I was not handling it well. Not proud to say, but there were a lot of times where I was yelling, where I was letting out all of my emotion and all my pent up stress and anxiety on my cute, perfect little boys. It was around that time where I like could not handle things anymore that I was introduced to a drink called Happy Juice. I'm not lying when I say that this drink has truly changed my life. I can handle it when my boys are losing their minds. I can handle it when they have a lot of jabbering questions after school. I can handle it when they just need me to be the mom that they deserve. The clinical studies I love behind this drink, 60% decrease in irritability, 55% decrease in anxiousness, 49% reduction in overall distress. I am feeling all of these things all because of happy juice. And I want you to feel these things too. If you've got chaos in your life, if you've got anxiousness in your life, give it a try. You can go to amare.com, that's A-M-A-R-E.com, and at checkout, use the code 163-4848 for $10 off your first purchase. Again, that's my exclusive code, 163-4848 at checkout to get $10 off your first purchase. I hope you love it as much as I do, and I will link it in the show notes. I will stand here firmly and tell you that your period is a God-given gift from your Heavenly Father, and the importance of it should be talked about. I think it's a disservice that we don't talk about it more freely and help young girls, and older ones for that matter, understand what a regular period should look like and why we should be taking it seriously. So much future frustration can be eliminated if we recognize when things are off early on. And if our period is so precious and important to life, then we should be having safe places for girls to talk about them and not feel awkward or like they are alone. I remember 11th grade health class. Our teacher, who was a man, allowed us to place anonymous questions inside a box to ask the class. Um, One of the questions that was read was, is it wrong or weird that my period blood is brown? The teacher had no idea how to answer. And it's so frustrating. I'm not, well, okay. I'm not saying that he should have been able to answer this question. He was not a healthcare provider, but that's where the conversation ended. That's all the information that that girl got. There was no, there was no answer for her. And, and that's sad, right? And it's brave. It's brave to write the question on the paper. And she was completely disregarded. At the least, she should have been given a recommendation to go visit with a female teacher she trusted, the school nurse, or her primary care physician. I have no idea if she ever got an answer, but I can still feel the sense of tension that was in that room that day. So how do we educate girls in a safe manner, especially from a church perspective, beyond just the maturation program in fifth and sixth grade? We have made major strides in period education. I mean, think of the woman with the blood disease we learn about in the New Testament. She was deemed unclean and was not able to be touched, forced to live a a life of solitude because of something completely out of her control. I love to imagine that the Savior did not remove her period completely but caused it to go back to the regular 28-day cycle because he still recognized the importance of it. 
So no, we don't live in a time like that in our society anymore. But every time I talk about this affirmation in front of a group of young women, it seems like their skin begins to crawl. There is seriously no need for it. We all pee and poop and all women should have periods. It's just how life is. So let's break down what a period is. We are going to go back to science class right now. Okay. Everybody buckle up. Here we go. So when you menstruate, your uterus lining sheds and flows out of your vagina. Your period contains blood, mucus, and some cells from the lining of your uterus. The average length of a period is three to seven days. There are many misconceptions around a period, and I wanted to talk about some symptoms you may experience with our period that are common. Remember this, it's common, but not normal. Number one, cramps. Cramps are very common, but they are not normal. This can be caused by the body having a deficiency of magnesium or elevated inflammatory protoglandins. Protoglandins, sorry. Um... So it can be caused by the body having a deficiency of magnesium or elevated inflammatory protoglandins. To fix this, you can talk to your provider about supplementing with magnesium, reducing your stress, and work on having a healthy gut microbiome. Number two, a missed period. No bueno. Your period is your fifth vital sign, and a missed period is your body waving a red flag. Most of the time, best case scenario, an increase in food and decrease in stress can help. And remember, stress comes from a lot of places like work, school, relationships, and exercise. Number three, tender breasts. This can be a sign of many things, and I won't get into them here, but check with your provider and get your labs run. Check for estrogen and progesterone levels especially at different times of your cycle too. Unless you are pregnant, postpartum, or on birth control, you should be getting a true period every single month. And on a note, if you are on birth control, you're not having a true period. Okay, that is, that is, a, that is a period forced by the birth control. So that is something to keep in mind if you are on it. Now, this is the part that I had no education on that I think is so vital and so necessary for every woman to understand about her body. If you are a mother of a young girl, this is something that you should be understanding, especially so you can teach your daughter about it and she can understand what is going on. Okay. So we're going to talk about the four phases of your cycle, why they are important and why you should be tracking them each month and learning about how you feel during each phase. I will explain this by what things I typically see month to month. All right, so phase one. Days one through four is the menstrual phase. Hormones are low right now as your body does its thing. I like to think of this time as a good time to rest, reset, and decide what I want the next month to look like. I typically like to have time alone during this stage and use it to look inward. I'm not super motivated around this time and I don't push it. I tend to scale back on my exercise, but still make it a priority. A lot of times you'll hear people just say like, don't exercise on your period. I personally think it's fine to exercise on your period, um, but you're probably going to feel like tired. You're going to feel more tired. You're going to feel more fatigued. You won't be able to be going at full capacity. So give yourself grace during that time. Um, your exercise just might look a little different. 
Phase two are days five through nine, and this is your follicular phase. All your hormones will begin to increase and you kind of like wake up. All right. Your energy begins to increase again. And this is the time to try new things and think about how you can start being more creative. It's a very short phase, but it's prepping your body for the main event. (laughs) And the main event in my opinion is phase three days, 10 through 14 ovulation, AKA when you can get pregnant. All right. Your hormones will surge, including progesterone, and you'll probably be really excited during this phase. I tend to have some of my best workouts around this time of the month and for the week following. You might notice that you can communicate confidently and clearly in school meetings or are just level-headed with your family. (laughs) Connections with your spouse should be great right now too. Isn't it a wonder that a baby is made from love? And this is the time where you feel the most love. Tell me it's not set up to be this way for a reason. God created it to work how it should. Phase four, days 15 through 27, the luteal phase. I honestly, I still ride the high I feel during ovulation during the first week of my luteal phase. I often feel really good and can get a lot done. These two weeks are my execution weeks though. If, If you have lots of projects, try to plan them for now. Your hormones will start to level off though, so you will start to slow again in preparation for your period to return. I will typically start having some signs of my period coming three days to a week before, and those are important to take note of. For me, it will typically look like maybe I'll have a headache. Um, I'll feel more groggy in the morning regardless of how much sleep I get, Um, and my temperament will be different. I will will typically like think worst case scenario in my relationships. Um, and I'll be a little bit on edge, but, um, the more you recognize these things and the more you're implementing healthy activity and, and, and doing the things that, um, promote, you know, these hormones to be more stable, uh, the better you'll feel and the less you'll have these, these symptoms. Um, so again, just like taking notes, this is how you feel. This is how I feel during this time is super, super valuable. So everyone's results will be different, but similar. Your goal is to really start feeling the same every single month. Pay attention and get to know yourself. I recommend recording everything in an app, or you can just do a notebook if you don't feel comfortable putting something like on the internet. It's never too late to begin this habit. And when you do this and you do go to your provider, if you have a problem, you have months of proof and symptoms recorded. Plus, You're going to want to know when the first day of your last period was when you get pregnant. I did not know that when I got pregnant with my first. All right. So lots of information. How do you guys feel about all of that? It's a lot, but you guys, it's, it's so, I promise the more you do it and the more you pay attention, the easier it gets to keep track and gain an understanding. I want you to feel empowered. I don't, well, it's probably still going to happen, but I don't want you to be like, why the heck am I so ornery? Why do I feel like this? Oh my gosh, what's going on with my life? Oh yeah, my period's coming, right? You should kind of recognize like, okay, it's been 28 days since I last filled like this. I'm probably going to have my period, all right? Um, Now listen, I want you, this is my challenge to you during this time. I want you to lean in to your body's cycles. I want you to appreciate these, your body's cycles. All right. Think about why things have been set up that way. Why do you think God left room for us to be able to rest, 
to brainstorm, to create, and to execute all in one month. A lot of times as women will complain, we'll complain about like, oh, I have to go through all of this all the time. And men just are every single day. The cycle is the exact same as for a man, right? Yes, that can be frustrating. It can be challenging, especially in a relationship. You know, you don't even understand what I'm going through. They don't. They really don't. And they never will, right? We are on a 28 day cycle where they're on a 24 hour cycle, but the more you lean in to understanding that, the more you lean into appreciating that, and the more you notice the actual, the beautiful way that God created it and set up, you will gain an appreciation for it. And while it, it's not always going to be comfortable, it's not always going to be something that you love, it is something that you can find that has value in your life, right? These cycles they create future life. They help us be like God. (laughs) Like to lay it out very simply, they help us create um, what God intends us to create. All right. So um, so why did he give us this opportunity? Actually, he basically forced us to do all of these things every single month, all right? Maybe because each of those things is pretty important. Yes, he does not want us to be stagnant. He wants us to be fluid. He wants us to mold and to move and to grow. He wants us to create future life. He has blessed us with the power and ability to do all of this, and I think that's a pretty cool thing. I choose to love each of these cycles for this reason. So to end today, let's think of three questions you can ask yourself about your cycles and your body. Number one, do I know when all four of the phases of my cycle are? How will I track them this month? Number two, do I need to set up an appointment with my primary care provider to run my labs and make sure everything is where it needs to be? I want to be proactive about my health. Number three, do I understand the privilege and blessing it is to be a woman in God's kingdom, to be able to create and carry life and also have the understanding of how I can contribute to the world throughout each and every month. You guys, this was a lot of info, but I am so glad you stuck with me. Thank you so much for being here. You are the very, very best, and I will see you next week.